All right, good evening, everyone, and welcome to I'm Actually Comics. My name is Tristan, and I'm joined today by Bob, who is lit much better than I am. I, that's, that's how professional does it. I know. Uh, unfortunately, Except I don't have <laughs> lights back here, and you can just see trash. I want to make sure that everybody knows that behind <laughs> the, uh, the <laughs> there's a there's a graphic of the comic of this week, and right behind there's just a giant fucking pile of trash. Nice. The <laughs> it's actually packing material, but it looks like a giant pile of trash when I look into the monitor. Well, I look like a giant pile of trash when oh, I look in the monitor. shit. No, the funny thing is is that I'm going to like bounce my knee and shake the camera, so Perfect. like any possible benefit of being properly Can't lit wait. is going to be offset by the fact that the camera is constantly shaking. And that makes you larger than life. It does. It also, yeah, no, bam, I'm not going to make bam, another bam. joke. Bam, 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 bam. Anyway, okay, uh, so we're going to be talking about comics, and this is, uh, I need to look at my watch. This is the... <laughs> this is the 31st. <laughs> it's the 31st of January. Could have just asked me. I could have, but that's... I always know what day it is. Really? Yeah, I'm oh. a secretary. Oh, that's true. Oh, I mean... Just a, like that ad, horse. I'm an admin. Oh. I like to call myself a secretary, though. I think it's a cool thing to be. I would call myself secretariat. Yes. <laughs> then I would be a championship horse. Yes, and then I would win many Kentucky Derbies the and derbies. drink many mint juleps. I should just wear a derby instead. Uh, perfect. Um, okay, let's talk about this comic book, this famed comic book. It's the first appearance of one amazing Spider-Man uh, in his black costume. It's one of about 17 first appearances of Spider-Man in his black yes. costume. Uh I had to look at it. 252. I've sold like 400 trillion copies of this, and I don't, and I cannot remember it off the top of my head. But, uh, 252. It's a fun um, comic. I remember liking it. I didn't read it this the, time. The Ron Friends, but inked by, I believe, Brett Breeding. So it's this weird kind of look. Uh, but I do like the Peter Parker with a beard look. Uh, this was actually one of the first Spider-Man oh, which comics. Which is coming that, back in, in yeah, the new Ultimate yeah, Spider-Man yeah, series. Yeah. Uh, he's got a, just an interesting, like, off off-model look in this in this comic that I remembered flipping through it that I was like, huh, he'll like that for a minute. Interesting. Yeah, sort of. All right, then. <laughs> sort of. Sort of. Um, and American Psycho. He's still psycho after that, all these years. <laughs> uh, an album that I bought the day it came out. American Psycho? No. Uh, still psycho after all these years. <laughs> oh, wow. Did I accidentally make a fucking suicidal tendencies reference? Yep, that, was the, uh, that was the complete re-recording of the original first suicidal record with nice. all of the like hyper-talented musicians that they'd accrued over uh, the years. Because I love that I accidentally made that reference. <laughs> nice. I mean... Honestly, you, you gotta know that they were gonna make an album called Still Psycho with a C after all those years, but no, but yeah, you know, it's true. Uh, what do we got here? We got some sort of Avengers, Avengers Incorporated, final issue. Yeah, uh, a I love it. A great comic that is not being read by nobody. I read it. You should follow you. my example because okay, it was it's not, great. It's not nobody. It's just I'm. I'm disappointed in the fact that it did not sell as well as it deserved to. The it's reason a, it didn't really sell, book. I'll tell you right now, is because they don't wear fucking costumes in it. Like, that is the I, reason. I mean, I think it sells better than the one where they do wear costumes. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so that's the problem is that if you put mm. Avengers on something, it doesn't sell. I mean, if you're like, Weird. oh, but this Avengers, they're all going to die. It's like when everybody started hating Archie and they were like, what do we do? Nobody wants to read an Archie comic. Well, we could kill him in every issue. Perfect. And then people started buying Archie comics when he was dead in every issue. Nice. Um, I but guess that's the trick. That it's it's really honestly, 
I feel like I'm going to be railing against something that makes me feel so weirdly old and conservative this time because I read a bunch of comics that I really love and every one of them was like a fucking slasher movie. Like every single comic I read this week that I like, I was like, this is so brutal. Like Wolverine this week was like a slasher movie. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's like that would have been censored in the 80s for an R rating. It would have gotten an NC-17. Yeah. Uh, like it. Uh, it would have gotten the same rating that Seven got. Right. And that's yeah, not yeah. a spoiler I mean, if you're but, reading Wolverine. Sure, but I mean, there's literally a scene where someone, I mean, I read Carnage this week as well. Ah, uh, I forgot to read Carnage. There is a literal scene where someone gets their head cut clean open and their brain scooped out in an actual, like, in a visual, like, scooped out and eaten hmm. uh, in panel, like, in frame. Like Hannibal style. Hannibal style. Gross. Like, literally like the movie Hannibal. Yeah, like when yeah. they ate yeah. that Ray Liotta's brain. Yep, just like Ray Liotta. Yep. Or was that Red Dragon? Nope, that was uh, that Hannibal, was Hannibal. Hannibal. Yeah, I did a I did a fucking I did something for film school on that <laughs> stupid movie. I I wrote a long a long dissertation on Hannibal and how it was uh, all of the seven deadly sins and <laughs> like how each one of the deaths related to how they were. Ugh, it was a big long dumb thing because hmm. you know you have to write pretentious shit when you're in school. You have to write things about things. Yep. yep. Uh, well. You know what else? Speaking of things where Avengers do sad things and everything's gone to shit and yeah. people like stuff that isn't fun, uh, Avengers Twilight. I don't know. I'd say it's starting to kind of shift in the opposite direction. Sure, sure. I, 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 def- I think this. I think that is an unfair maligning of this book by me. I think that what you're looking at is, in this case, you're looking at somebody starting from a baseline right. of a very dark place and trying to show the... Uh, the blossoming of of goodness and hope in that, yep. and I think that's a much more. I think that's a wonderful thing. Yeah, my I only think to uh, a certain extent, that's what Kingdom Come is in a weird sure. in a weird way. Yeah, my only real uh, takeaway regret from Avengers is that Luke Cage is covered in pus, which is gross. <laughs> but other than that, I, I, I think it's a good comic. Oh, Luke Cage covered in pus. Um, <laughs> he kind of is. If right? the one if the one takeaway from this podcast. <laughs> That you get is, what is Luke Cage? He is covered in pus. It's gross. Uh, also gross is Batman and Robin the Annual. I didn't enjoy it very much. Yeah, that's not very good. Um, but I did enjoy... Batman Offworld. Yes. He's got a fun friend. <laughs> He's a cool metal horse. He's got a crazy metal wolf horse. Yeah. That's right. I love it. I like this comic book, and I like it. Like I said to you earlier, I, <laughs> once I realized that he's like basically doing Atari Force with Batman, I was like, okay, I like it even it's more. Hilarious. I liked it before, yeah. now I like it even more. No, you're totally right. That's he did exactly an interview where he said Blue Devil was his favorite DC comic book, and I was like, fuck yeah, you are right. I'm reading whatever you put out for DC. <laughs> like, yes, that is the language I speak. Yeah, no, that that definitely seems like it is appealing directly to you. I, the comic was great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah first like 10 12 issues of that comic were awesome uh you know what else is great what uh batman superman world's finest annual i liked it a lot but it was yeah. this is a very much for me comic book it's, it's like yeah this is not this is a, not gonna be for everybody well it's a mitzelplik it's setting up something f- possibly for the future so it's sort of like if you're a dc continuity person like it might be one that check out but then the first story is Mitzelpik, Mitzis Pitalik, and Batmite. I like Mitzis Pitalik. Yeah, 
um, I, I won't pretend that I don't know the actual specific pronunciation because I like to say Mitzelplik because like that's what I just have always is said. Is it really it's, is the actual correct pronunciation? Mixius Pitalik. Okay. Mixius Pitalik. That's close to how I've always yeah, no, said it. Yeah, it's not far off. Anyway, I say Mitzelplik because it's easier. And for um, the two skateboarders that listen to the podcast, I just found out that I've been saying Mike Vallely's name wrong all my all my entire life. <sighs> And I can't even remember how it's really said anymore. God damn it. Well, the first story is that in this annual Bat Superman annual, but then it also has a metamorpho story, which, I mean, come on, that's 100% my language. And then uh, there's a Challenge to the Unknown story, another one for me, and a solo story with Bumblebee from the Teen Titans. It's like... Could not be a more specific Bob comic book. <laughs> the only thing that could have made it better is if I like the art a little bit more. Um, it's not bad. It's just not awesome. Whatever. Next. Whatever. What's next? And next. No one cares about what I think about DC because <laughs> I'm so biased. I'm so far down the rabbit hole of DC that like. You might be a little far down the rabbit hole. So far down it. And here is this. Here is said Carnage book. This is the. Carnage. This is the basically like. Uh, I mean, it's so strange because I, I there's a there's a weird quote. I think I think it was um, Roger Corman who was saying he remembered watching Jaws and saying, "Oh God, we're all fucked," because he saw the thing that was his bread and butter making these exploitation movies turn into a multi-million dollar bank like automatic teller (laughs) that just spits money at you uh and it meant that now the things that he was doing were now so mainstream that he wasn't that they were basically being taken away from him and it feels strange to me that it is just normalized that this level of extreme violence that is occurring in these like Disney properties, like literally we're talking about that, that cartoon mouse, the, the, the Walt yeah. Disney core yeah. that's they're making this. And it is like, these are would be the mutilator level. Like this is like three on a meat hook levels of slasherdom wow. in like straight up comic books. Like that Wolverine comic was a fucking bloodbath from start <laughs> to finish. Yeah. I mean, it's insane. And I don't know. Like, did you I, see the news about the vampire crossover yes. thing and how there's going to be a red band version of yes. it that has extra gore? Yes. Maybe that's like what, is the only thing that's selling comics? I don't know. Apparently, that must be the only thing that's selling comics because I hard for me to believe, but I guess imagine why they're doing it. It is really strange to me, but yeah. there it is. Uh, that said, I did enjoy it because I like that kind of shit. But I mean, I shouldn't be. This is another thing. It's like there is a reason why you don't want this type of violence to be just right down the lane for every single person on the planet. Like it should be for weirdos that know what's going on <laughs> i feel like well i but, find uh, often with comics what they do is like present some kind of extreme uh for a while until there's like a blowback against it and then they like yoink back into like trad i certainly you know I, so i would like to see that because trad more or no like, <laughs> yes. just like traditional like kind of like you know i i just i feel like you can there's so much saturation with mainstream American superhero stuff and what it's been doing for the last 50 years that you have to kind of like 
pull back from it every once in a while. I think it's why the nineties like worked and yeah. happened yeah, because yeah. No, it was I just agree. like, okay, like we can't do these, what we were doing in the eighties and seventies, you know, it's like, that's these audiences just kind of like move. And it also, uh, I mean, do you, don't you feel like this is kind of a mirroring of that in a weird way? Where yeah, this is probably. Like, I mean, this if is... I see, if I saw it as a, as a trend larger than mm-hmm. just like, you know, a moment, like the thing is that the trends are like hyper accelerating. It's fair. And I don't really know like what, uh, like what makes a trend. It's interesting to me that all of these comics are super violent. Um, it is. I have I mean, not. It's fascinating to me. I mean, I remember when. Uh, when uh, X Force started coming out, when the the like really bloody X Force came out, yeah, and they had, you know, special variants that were their bloody variants, and they would have, you know, it was that run that had like Clayton Crane, Remender, and and, yeah. no pre Remender, pre Remender, the the blood and bullets or blood and whatever, they, whatever the hell it was, blood and claws or whatever that that one was, uh, but it was really it was super gory, but it wasn't, it was nothing compared to what's going on here. Hmm. So I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm I'm fascinated by it. There was actually it's funny that you mentioned the brains too, and that's Batman Superman thing. There's like a weird challenges of the unknown thing where they're in this other dimension, and like at one point, like their brains are like outside of their bodies, and they're like just like <laughs> talking normally, like but their brains are just like hovering outside. So maybe it's just I don't know. Brains are brains in are the, in. I mean, brains are in right now. I mean, I certainly remember it was a shock to me when I read uh, whatever. Um, what was the? Thank you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there like, you go. Uh, uncanny. Like I'm just wh- trying to hide my yawn behind whatever this the, thing. <laughs> whatever that uh, that X Men book that Reminder did when they took Xavier's brain out when the Red Skull scooped his brain. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, damn. Yeah, I remember the Red Skull was... gave himself Xavier's <laughs> mutant powers by hybridizing his yes. brain. That was kind of out there. It was fun and out there, but yeah. weird. Uh, anyway, Dark Ride is out. Yep. DC Power is out. Uh, notable if anyone was collecting uh, the Far Sector series. The Now you know why Bruno Redondo drew the last two issues of Superman, because Jabal Campbell, who's writing, drawing the series, were reunited with N.K. Jemisin for uh, an epilogue to Far Sector that is in this comic. And there's some other fun stories in it, too. Um, nice. There's a really great Valzad, uh, Superman, Earth 2 Superman story in it as well. I thought it was fun. Dead Lucky is out. Nice. Deadly Hands of Kung Fu is out. Still deadly, still hands. And still dear and still editor. (laughs) What is is the deal with this? (laughs) This is a book that I really like. I feel like somebody read Black Sad and then was like, okay, quick, think think of a pun, any pun that shows up with deer. And I'm like, man... There could have been somebody named Prudence in this fucking book. I mean, if you were going to do Deer something, like, why not? Somebody named Abby? Deer leader. (laughs) But, like, you know, have it be, like, a fucking weird Kim Jong (laughs) fucking deer thing. If you were just just stuck on the deer thing. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. If all you're doing is being stuck on the deer thing, I would definitely have done something else. Deer Abby? I would have done (laughs) Dearly Departed, and it would be a zombie (laughs) deer story. The thing is (laughs) interesting about this is that it's actually a very well-constructed and put-together comic. The story, with if, if it weren't for the fact that the main character is an anthropomorphic deer it's it's a black and white noir mystery story that looks to be very well written and well constructed uh i actually was on the fence and almost brought it home 
but decided that uh, I wasn't going to at the last minute. Uh, but it, it looks like a, a quality. It's just it's just weird. I mean, it's deer fine. editor. It's an it's editor just, it feels, who's a deer, and he gets involved in a murder mystery. To me, it just feels like the deer aspect has nothing to do with the book. It doesn't. And it's just like, it, it feels like such a random element. And I mean, to a certain extent, Black Sad, there's no reason why he's a cat. But... Right. Uh, but it's know. not, it's not, I think it wasn't but stylized not, enough for me. I think if the art was a know, little was bit something. more, like, along the lines of a manga, I think I might have been more into it. It was just too... Too realistic noir. Yeah, I, I tried, and and just like the deer thing, it's just like it kind of takes you out of the story because it's just so. It's and it's not even like Wild's End where all of the characters are anthropomorphic yeah. animals and they're you know it's there was something about it that didn't work and I'm not hundred percent sure what it was, but I think it was just the fact that it was just yeah two on the nose it just didn't just didn't work for me yeah. it doesn't mean that it's not it, good. it looks like it's it's somebody's book it's, and it, it, it is looks, somebody's book and it's well done it is so, well done so i would kudos to the creative exactly. team that's pretty much what i'll say together is that it's it's a good it's a good looking book and it just does not float my particular boat which um, is to be fair both of our boats are weird fucking boats so yeah it's true uh, <laughs> very very specific and then also like you know there are other comics that like are number one comics from this week that i found to be like basically impenetrable this one at least like you pick it up it's it's weird but like gonna say that drive like hell is one of those no i didn't read drive like hell so i can't drive like hell and also that's a number two i think yeah it is uh duke is also a number two i actually duke number two almost made me go back i didn't buy number one and it almost made me go back and buy number one almost so close and then i was just like i can't get into this fucking gi joe shit i just can't do it of all the comics you're into it it's good that are slangs for pooping <laughs> I would say Duke is your is my my number one choice. The thing that made me want to buy Duke, Duke on guys is Duke on. number one. Tom Riley is an amazing artist, and he really starts like hitting some strides in this one. Yeah. But also like the the secondary characters that show up in Duke, like that's what sells it for me. It has stalker. It has rock and roll, or no? Is it rock and roll? Wild man. What's the wild man guy? I don't know. Wild Bill, Wild Bill, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and then flies uh, the rattler, yeah, and like Baroness shows up in it too. So flies one of those things. Yeah, it's interesting. um, Cool. I, I honestly, I've liked all of these. Uh, This is some comic. Um, Green Lantern, Alan Scott, Eden Flow, Uh, Eden Flow. It's that that Tony Daniel book that I'm not really. This book arrived like butterflies. Uh, so is Green Lantern by Alan, Alan Scott. By Alan Scott. Written, written and directed by Alan Scott. An Alan uh, Scott production. This is one of those books that I'm kind of like, even as a DC fan, I'm just kind of like, this is someone's book, it's not mine, but like, why? why? Like, I don't get why this comic is coming out. Well, I don't get why these... Coming out, wait, get it? That was another uh, unintentional fucking... I'm making these all these unintentional puns you're today. Doing so, you're, doing, you're doing God's doing work. a terrible job. Um, uh, we got a uh, pen and ink version of someone's killing somebody in the house of laughter. And uh, we got this, which is a good book that I like. What is it? The Incredible Hulk. Ooh, yeah, it's good. It is really good. Man, the only thing that's weird about this book is that for some reason the artist Nick Klein colored four pages of it 
<laughs> so it's like there's this amazing like rendered coloring on like four pages and then the other coloring it's like it's not bad it's no, just it's not it's just so obviously different and it's yes. it's weird but that's the only thing that i found weird about I it i love this world that. war one i was Ghost wondering Rider. why it was so weird yeah I, I saw it and i was like what is this what is this fucking neon yeah. nonsense and you can so tell exactly oh, which ones it is it's know. like one two and like eight and you nine can literally flip this comic and you'll know who did the coloring yep. on what but page. that that new ghost rider they're talking about all this new ghost rider shit like just do this guy he's yeah, great yeah he's love great. him uh jill and the killers it's like uh, josie and the pussycats only not it's like scooby-doo except it has a real murder and there's no scooby-doo and there's a severed foot and there's more severed things than just feet <laughs> the severed foot is like a, a main plot point it is this yes. that falls into another part of it that actually kind of confused me and i was like i think i missed something so i did not i clearly didn't read this book well enough i tried my best <laughs> uh but i must have missed something because i believe there is something where someone is able to uh take limbs for themselves yeah i don't know there, if there i seems were to be something something that i that i missed in my first read if i were picking up a number one this week it would be dear editor and probably not jill and the killers yeah jill and the killers is not bad though oh yeah I mean, it's it's its own thing. Uh, let's see. Just saying. But you know what is really good, and I'm really... This book makes me want a fucking noir Savage Dragon series so bad. What is it? This would be Killadelphia. The streets of Killadelphia. <laughs> um, I didn't yeah, read it. It's great. And Killadelphia is an amazing series, and their portrayal of Savage Dragon is like, oh... This character could be something really cool. Uh, not that I'm, I'm saying that he's the thing that they do with Savage Dragon is bad, and I, I think he's Savage Dragon is in Philadelphia. Yeah, and oh. I think his. Can I, think, I see it when you're yeah, done. Yeah, I like. I like. I like what Eric Larson does with Savage Dragon. It's fine, hmm. but this version in Philadelphia is like. Like the way that they draw him, he just he looks cool. You're Interesting. like you're like, oh, I could actually see reading drawn in this style a Savage Dragon book about him being a noir detective and not focusing on superpowers, not focusing on all of the like big Kirby esque stuff that Larson always likes to do. And instead of that, just turn it into a detective story. I would love to read it. I think it would be really fun. Uh, and uh, that's all. That's my that's my nice. That's my pitch to Eric Larson. Sounds please cool. uh, let somebody do that. You know what? And if you want somebody to write it, please let me do it. Um, <laughs> anyway, here. Yeah, let me see it. Take a look. Take a look at that. I mean, even just look at the cover. For God's sake. Nice. Oops. Click to the wrong thing. Uh, Milo and Otis. I mean, Lilo and Stitch. I mean. Yes, Milo and Otis. Lilo and Stitch. Got it. Lilo Milo and Stitch. And Milo and Otis. Stitch. Uh, this is a comic book about a property uh, that is beloved by all. I did not read it, but uh, the, uh, I assume it's good. Must oh, be. Actually, you know what? It looks fucking great. Huh. <laughs> Uh, I didn't even give it a didn't even give it a breeze through, but uh, it looks fucking amazing, honestly. Uh, yeah, if you were thinking about it and it seems like something that you would enjoy, I think you're gonna like it. It looks fucking great. Uh, Local Man, a comic that is oh, also it's by Jason Sean Alexander. That's yeah, yeah. why. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 
Sorry. Yeah, yeah it's, the, the it has been since the beginning. I didn't even know that. Really? Uh, yeah. Great. Uh, it's no Walking Dead. You're like, you do a podcast every week where you look <laughs> at every comic, and somehow you didn't know that this comic that's now on its 33rd issue is drawn by an artist that you really like yeah. from the Hellboy universe. Yeah, good stuff. Anyway. Um, and uh, Local Man is out. I keep hearing amazing things about Local Man. It's one of those books. Apparently it is very, very good. The people that like it love it and nobody else pays it. I saw one of the, like the last issue that came out. Apparently like he gets on drugs and he like trips out and walks through the ads in the comic. (laughs) Someone Uh, posted like a panel of it in my, in my panel to panel group. I should shout out panel to panel on Facebook. It's Um, great. It's a wonderful, like shout out to John Rovnak, whose name I pronounced wrong for many times. I don't want Um, to suggest that anybody do anything on Facebook, but no, but the only reason I have Facebook is that group. So um, if you're going to do anything on Facebook, that's the thing to do. It is the thing to do. You can take pictures of comics that you read and post them on this group and people say, Hey, that looks cool. Or like, wow, I hate that. (laughs) <laughs> Let's get into a fight about it. Like yeah. it's the There's internet. actually very, very little fighting in the group. <laughs> but when there is some bickering occasionally, there's a lot of butterfly knives that come out. Yeah, no, that's mostly it's mostly friendly. Ninety nine percent friendly. Ninety nine percent friendly. That's the uh, tagline of the group. Weirdly, that's also the slogan of friendlies. <laughs> um, that's the other percent of friendly. Rat hair. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> they, they went with 99% friendly as opposed to 1% rat hair. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, yeah, it's I, I, I can't fault the business the model. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Marvel Voices uh, Legends number one. There was something in this that I was like, huh, but I can't remember what. <laughs> Comics, probably. Yeah, it was. Uh, hey, and look at that. If it isn't another millionaire fucking famous person making a comic book that is only IP to be turned into something. Yeah. Hooray. C- Kid Cuddy, I like you. <laughs> Unfortunately, I like Kid Cuddy, so it makes me sad to say that this book sucks, but. I'm sure it doesn't it, suck. It's I mean, written by it, Kyle Higgins. He's good. I mean, I like the Higgins Boys and Grouper comedy team, but. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> you weren't a big fan of uh, 90s uh, sketch comedy troops? <laughs> I mean, I was a fan of some of them. Mm. I don't know that one. Uh, anyway. Sorry. Uh, I think it was a... And you're from Minnesota. I think they're from Minnesota. Not from Minnesota. My you, parents you were born, live there. You were born... I was not born anywhere near... In an near ice castle <laughs> in Minnesota. I yeah. <laughs> was born in our nation's capital. Minnesota. <laughs> 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 Uh, <laughs> nothing about me. <laughs> All you, these years, you worked twenty five years at Arby's, and <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know that one thing. Okay, <laughs> Arby's three percent red hair. <laughs> uh, yes, and that's the good stuff. <laughs> that's that's the that's the positive when you go to oh, Arby's. Man, I ate at a Shake Shack last week. Have you ever eaten at a Shake Shack? I've never eaten at a Shake Shack. I had a Korean barbecue sandwich. It was really good. Whoa, that does not sound like a thing that I would have expected to be at a Shake Shack. They had it, though. It was Holy good. Fuck. I had it. I did not have a shake at Shake Shack, though. I had uh, I had a, f- a flavored tea. I can't remember. I think it might be Shake Shack. One of these places, I do not do milkshakes because they make me sick. Mm. Like, even a small... Like, I'm not lactose intolerant by any stretch of the imagination. I could probably sit there and drink a gallon of milk with no problems. Gross. But... It, Ice cream, like that much ice cream at one time, just bleh, I, I like just a shake. Vomit. I like a shake. I but, didn't get one though. But man, 
apparently, I think it's Shake Shack, has a Dr. Pepper milkshake. And I was like, fuck. I'd probably yeah. try that. <laughs> I mean, we ate there like early lunch. We went to the Mall of America. I was admitting the the reason we didn't have a podcast last week because I was in Minnesota and uh, where I'm not from. And, your hometown uh, <laughs> of your hometown of Minnesota, the biggest little city on earth, Minnesota. I, did, I, the, I went to the Mall of America, which is the biggest little city on earth. There's like a store city. Isn't there? Isn't there a roller coaster? There, there? is a Shredder roller coaster there. Shredder like the Ninja Shredder, Turtle. Shredder the Ninja Turtle. Yeah, mm, the entire the Ninja Turtle. The in, yeah, Shredder the Turtle. Uh, <laughs> My favorite. There was uh, the the entire. Uh, fun park aspect of the mall of america is nickelodeon themed so there's a gigantic uh statue of swiper from no swiping fame (laughs) um there was a turtles roller coaster and there were people on that shit at like fucking 10 in the morning like ready to go spinning around in fucking circles on the turtles roller coaster if you live in if you live anywhere near the Mall of America, of course you're going to go there, and that's like was, I was there on a Tuesday. Tuesday. To Bob, it was a Tuesday. It was a Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday morning, people were fucking rip roaring on the fucking teacup turtles <laughs> at the Mall of America. But there was some really cool Korean stores. That's where I got your gifts. <laughs> the day Bob came to the Mall of America was the greatest day of the Mall of America's life. Oh, you know what I did but do to him. It? was a Tuesday. <laughs> it was just a Tuesday. You know what I did do, though? I went to the uh, Lego store, and I made a customized Lego minifigure. Awesome. That has my name on it. <laughs> That's amazing. And it only cost $13. Oh, my God. <laughs> they laser printed it right in front of me. Terrifying. And that was cool. I put a pineapple on it. Because <laughs> oh, you're a swinger. Um, anyway. I don't know. <laughs> I just like pineapples. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we don't need to get into your swinging. I uh, don't swing. <laughs> Sure you don't. Anyway, orcs, the gift. Orcs. And you know what the gift is. Is it Power Girl Swimsuit Edition? Uh, yes. This is the is Naked next? Power Girl Edition. Uncovered. That means she's nude on every single I, page. I like that it's like, here's all the Power Girl variant covers, and that it's just like, there's like old shit from the 80s in there, and like a, there's a the cover of her first appearance and stuff it's weird like i don't know i guess these are things that people are into because this is like the fourth one of these things that i've seen i don't know man uncovered they had poison ivy and yeah they keep doing it they keep doing it and i keep buying it i don't know i don't know if people keep buying it for me uh rumpus room is here final issue i think probably uh sirens of the city that's a good one. It is a delightful book. And one of my favorite books that's out right now, because uh, I'm a cheese, uh, Skeeters. Fucking love Skeeters. Yeah, Skeeters. The first issue was really good. Skeeters is a surprisingly good book. It really just, like, from beginning to end, when you're, like, if you're looking for something that reads like an 80s horror movie, like, th- I have never seen a comic book read more like a cheese yeah, really horror did. movie. It just fucking nails it. Yep. And as that is my wheelhouse, I was very excited to read it. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, it's his wheelhouse too. So of course he's, he's as a guy who makes magnets of Satan's seductress. And, <laughs> uh, I do love those ninja, ninja, ninja. <laughs> crap. Uh, you are a fan of 80s or no, the Skeeters looks great. Uh, and if you're into sexy lady, sexy time, We've got Somna, the sexiest of sexy lady sexiness. I didn't bother looking at this one because I didn't. The first one was because so you're clearly yourself, not for me. You're keeping yourself keeping pure. myself pure for marriage. <laughs> 
I'm saving myself. I've got my magic Mormon underpants on <laughs> when I read all these comics. I've been saving myself for better pornography. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Becky and Your pornography is just fine. I'm sure it's great. You're doing fine. Just like that other comic with the, 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 the pig lady and the wolf guy. No, the, no, that wasn't what I was thinking of, but sure. Pig, no lady, pig lady and wolf guy is a better name for that comic, by the way. Yep. Uh, spider boy. He's a boy, but he's also a spider. It's true. He has these guessed? traits. Uh, yep. And uh, and probably pick of the week is uh, this cover that I didn't read the comic of, but uh, I know that I love Man Thing 2029. Hmm. Uh, 2099, sorry. 2099. Uh, that is, sorry, I was trying to give you a deal on this, <laughs> on this Man Thing. I was, But Wait, you know what? <laughs> you saved 70 cents on this Man Thing. Uh, yeah, this is a, this is a dumb idea and I love it. I don't know. Whatever. He looks fucking cool. <laughs> nice. I didn't look at this one either. I, f- I forgot. There's a big electrical powered man thing on the cover. Nice. <laughs> he's got big, he's got big light bulbs all over him. Uh, and in the spine tingling department, if you're looking for things that tingle your spine, maybe you're looking for a spider man. This'll, this'll tingle <laughs> up and down your spine. Do you like my spine tingling? Uh, it, was, uh, it was a good dance. A little tingle. That was the dance. Yeah, yeah. Um, good. I, I like this book, honestly. Yeah. Um, Dr. Aphra. Yep. Don't read any of the Star Wars books anymore because they're not mm. weird robots anymore. There's um, also a Star Trek Academy. Well, we didn't get that, so oh. Star Trek Academy. I don't know why I skipped that one. Because it's terrible. It's over there. There's multiple copies. I don't know if it's terrible. I just don't read Star Trek stuff. I don't uh, either. I don't ever read the Star Wars or Star Trek comics unless they're single issues and they're drawn by people I like. Or if it's got crazy robots going crazy in it. Yeah, I like crazy, crazy robots, robots going, going crazy. crazy. That could be cool. Uh, Titans, Beast World. It's got crazy beasts going crazy. I like it. Yeah. That's good. Uh, but do you like Trinity, the one-shot... Sounds like Wonder Woman named her kid after a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> From the Matrix. From the Matrix. <laughs> that's funny. Way that's what uh, David said as well when I made that joke. <laughs> well, isn't that the name of the the female lead from the Matrix? Isn't I mean, it probably Trinity? is, but it also sounds like a stripper. That's fair. I think if you if you are a person who hasn't seen any of the Matrix movies any sure. times, then you might think Trinity sounds like a stripper. And if first. you are familiar with the the lady from total recall with three breasts ah she would of course be a stripper named named trinity because of the three boobs uh also one is named the father one is the son and one is the (laughs) holy ghost i just think that every like stripper is named like destiny or like (laughs) you know uh chastity or like (laughs) chastity is a great name for a stripper uh i would be named density density (laughs) would be my stripper name uh Let's see. What do we got? Here's here is that that Wolverine comic. Oh yeah, the saber tooth war. Saber tooth is just full on cannibal killing everybody. Yeah, like there is there's like full on cannibalism in this. Like every the saber tooth is now eating the people that he's killing. Yeah, like, and there's and multiple saber tooths doing it saber all at teeths. the same saber teeth. <laughs> I like saber teeths. <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's I I can't help it. I like it. Whatever. Yeah, no, but it's it is it's good. But it is unbelievably violent. And you know, I wasn't here last week, but I like X Force now that they brought yeah, the real same. beast back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that is also violent. Yep. 
Uh, and speaking of X Men being dead, guess what? Did you like Exiles? Because they've rebranded it as Dead X Men. They have. It is literally. It's funny because they have another comic that's yet to come out that is also a rebranding of the Exiles concept. But this, yeah, it's called Weapon X. Isles. Isles or something. It's just all, it's like the entire team is Wolverine from different time periods and different <sighs> worlds. It's it, There's ads for it in the new comics. I but, just, um, I really hope that the entire purpose of this Dead X-Men series is just to stop all of this multiverse shit. Like the multiple, the multiverse. If you're hoping for that, don't read it because it is 1000% making it worse. It just seems like they, I mean, well, the Hey, remember how upset you were when they did that thing where they fucking just off panel murdered all of these fucking X-Men, like the most diverse X-Men cast that ever come out with and they, that they advertised. And then now they're just like back because of things it's like oh hey and then you're supposed to buy into this whole like resurrection is off the table except for resurrection of magneto and this one where we resurrect all these people and, and the also, phoenix one where she gets or an ice man where he gets resurrected. it's like come on <laughs> fuck this shit just end it and just reboot x-men it's, just I mean, do it they just keep and the worst part is that they're just constantly edging you with this dumb like we're go oh look it's if we go back to the end of this timeline we can kill moira and everything will go back to normal yeah if we do this then this will go back to and now like and there's a thing that's going on in this I, i'm not going to spoil what this book is about uh because there is a, there's a pretty cool ending to this i'm actually excited i, I actually this. really like this team of x-men and it's too bad that they let the hack jerry duggan fucking do what he did because i like i like this i like this villain yeah, I think this. I think this is a good idea. There's a villain reveal at the end of this that I think is going to be like it has a very um, onslaught kind of flavor to it. To me, it's very '90s. It's fun. I'm excited about it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I am not going to bring this thing home, but like, it's just the thing that makes me the most mad about it is <laughs> v- just that that what I just said. Yeah. Like, it's just like you could have just given us this. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have to read. Yeah, yeah. I and, and I I if I was buying it, I'd be fucking pissed. Like and then there's also like, you know, oh, Wolverine, everybody's dying. Oh, okay. Well, who gives a shit cuz they're all going to fucking come back. Oh, well, resurrections off the table. Oh, except for this resurrection except which for is time. Come on. It's that fucking is... Marvel. Stop treating us like we think these yep. fucking deaths matter. Like I just mean, give us fun action comics yeah. featuring characters that are tried and tested and true and like just fucking do it just i think this it. is just the uh, there's this comic should be just awesome like yeah. and it is mostly awesome but it would be more awesome if we didn't have to fucking deal with this fucking stupid three months of bullshit that led up to it yeah yeah no i agree uh i think there's i think there's something silly about everything that they've done up to here but i'm looking forward to this i like i like what's going on and uh yeah i don't know there's some i'd spin I mean, positive but but the thing is that I I mean I'm certainly not someone who thinks that the ending of a series is where I want or I'm like well if it's just going to point B I don't want to read the story that's like no oh, well why don't you just tell but me the tale of two cities at the end but don't <laughs> telegraph it and say like it's it's like it's just comic book death yeah is stupid 
Like, let's just sure. be completely honest. It's stupid. And treating it like it matters to anyone who isn't 10 years old, who these comics are definitely Dude, not are made not for. not for 10-year-olds anymore. Then, like, just do something fun. It's also just so endemic of, like, uh, it's, so, it's so weird. It's, like, our society is so prudish when it comes to sex and sexuality that the idea of, like, that this stuff can be out there. And they're like, this is totally fine for a Wolverine yeah. comic. Oh, we saw Batman's dick. Yeah, I was going to say, We're Batman's gonna, dick. We got to shut the fucking company down. Everybody. Yeah. Heads fucking, are going to roll. It's like fucking code red. We got to hit yeah, the buzzers yeah, yeah. and everybody hide under their desks. Somebody saw a dick. But like there was like at, at least four decapitations this week. Uh, multiple fucking <laughs> like brain eatings, like face eatings. Like it's amazing. You know, whatever. I mean, again, it's a, uh, it's, it's dedicated to diehard horror fans, which seems like again a strange choice for the corporation known as Disney. Yeah, right. We forgot to turn the fan off during this. I just realized. That's fine. It's going to be nice and cool. That's what's great about it is that it was really warm in here for some reason. Yeah, I was actually kind of into it. It's not normally this warm. It's warm usually actually good. very cold by this point in the podcast. Well, probably because it's so cold outside that the heat is going to work in overdrive. That sounds right. No, I moved so that I'm no longer looking at the camera. That's fine. You're also being covered up by uh, by a corner graphic. Oh. <laughs> yes, there was a picture of the dead X-Men where your head was. So. Oh. You were like an issue of dead X-Men. I am. That is my purpose in life. Anyway, that's all the comics this week. And uh, you can follow us at Coast City Comics and buy stuff from CoastCityComics.com. We would appreciate it. You follow Bob at Dollar Binge. Yep. That's him. That's me. Um, and uh, yeah, we really appreciate your support. It is cold and shitty out and we are not making any fucking money right now. So we could really use the support. Uh, CoastCityComics.com Buy from us I'm not saying that you need to spend extra money to keep us afloat I'm saying if you were going to spend money with somebody Spend it with us because you like us better Yeah That's all I'm saying Anyway, Why why favor a faceless corporation when you can favor a face A faced corporation Exactly Who isn't in a corporation No we're not incorporated at all For some reason I chose to be a sole proprietor I don't know if that was a good idea or not I still don't know shit about any of this So, hmm. All I know is you got a good comic shop That I like frequenting I think it's pretty nice It's a good one Um, It's getting nicer all the time I feel like it's getting nicer all the time Because I get to go through all the stacks And bring back choice comics to put into the bins Which I'm really excited about Yeah the bins have been seeing some love lately They really have I mean the dollar bins especially Have been getting a lot of love I brought three long boxes of stuff into the dollar bins i did i did notice that the but but the regular bins are i'm noticing some things in there there's some there's some special stuff going into the bins i mean there's a first uh, constantine in the bins right now Ooh, i did not see that yep nice appearance of john the constantine john the constantine constantine even if you if you want to go by alan moore but you know what i don't don't want to go anywhere near i don't really (laughs) really care for the guy i like his i like his writing yeah, uh, except, like when, except when he's writing novels. Yeah, I don't know. I never <laughs> tried to read a novel. Holy God, I tried to read Jer- Jerusalem, and it was the most pretentious thing I've ever encountered in my entire life. Some people are just good at writing comics, but maybe I not mean, other things. If if that style of writing is your thing, I'm sure you loved it, because it's not like he's a bad writer. It's just he's like... It's like listening to an Ingve Malmsteen album, where you're like, okay, yeah, you've got a great grasp on the language. Mm, songwriting... 
<laughs> not really great but yes. you know that's fine play the capriccios over and over again and we'll go wow that was neat that was really fast um and <laughs> jerusalem had used a lot of big words that maybe were used right sometimes and maybe weren't all the time uh anyway <laughs> uh, that's uh you know what i can tell you that. guaranteed i'm never gonna read it yeah yeah i don't think most people will anyway uh thank you for listening and we will see you next time on the muppet show good night everyone <laughs> <laughs> good night bye <laughs>